Welcome to COVID-19, Voices from the Frontline, where we hear from healthcare workers at the frontline of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Uh, this is brought to you by the Christian Medical Fellowship in the UK, where we're hearing mainly stories from healthcare workers in the UK to give us a better insight and know how to pray better. But today I'm delighted that we're going to hear from India, and I'm joined by a friend, Santosh Matthew, who's a consultant up on the Indian-Nepali border. Welcome, Santosh. Hello, good to be with you. Great to have you, Santosh. Why don't you just tell us a bit about who you are uh, and where you're based? I'm uh, Santosh Matthew. I'm a physician, uh, currently located at Indo-Nepal border in a 200-bed admission hospital at a small town called Raksol. Uh, I'm a part-time uh, honorary consultant here, but my primary role is with ICMDA in the, as a South Asia coordinator. Uh, and also the training coordinator. Thanks, Santosh. Yeah, just a reminder for us that we're part of a, a wider uh, body. The ICMDA you referred to just then is the International Christian Medical and Dental Associations. Santosh has written a, a blog there which appears on the CMF blog site and you can find out more resources uh, from icmda.net slash COVID-19 as well as a number of resources which ICMDA produce and as Santosh said, he's uh, oversees that. So Santosh, can you just give us a feel of of what it's like for you at the moment? Of course, just you know, not too long ago, the whole of India has gone into into lockdown. What impact is that having on you? What are you seeing on the ground? Well, um, all of us are very overwhelmed here, not because of the large numbers of COVID nineteen patients, but the lockdown has completely disrupted everything what is happening around. The hospital is practically limping along with very few patients coming in, but those who are coming in are acutely sick with various other illnesses. There is uh, a complete lockdown of the whole town and the poor uh, migrant laborers and others who are in the villages can't access food, access various kinds of basic amenities. So a bit overwhelmed. At the same time, we have started seeing patients who are coming in uh, critically ill uh, one or two a day with severe acute respiratory infection but uh, the context is such that we cannot prove or diagnose nor at this point of time admit. To give a perspective, the India, a large country like ours has one centre per province or state and our nearest centre is 220 kilometres away. We are requested to um, um, keep in isolation and send information they're supposed to come and pick up the throat swab or the pharyngeal swab but that doesn't happen uh, because uh, uh, the government system is not equipped enough to do all those. Thanks for that Santosh. Can you just give us a feel of how far we think that COVID-19 has spread um, in India uh, up to now? So if you look at the our local context, what, I, what we feel is that it is already spread in the community and since India is only testing in very few centres for a large country like ours, uh, there might be much more than what is being reported. And uh, we feel that we will start getting numbers, larger numbers in the next few weeks. And this is, this will hit more the uh, rural population where community spread, if it happens, it will spread pretty fast. The isolation and uh, the quarantine and uh, the various other steps are primarily 
might primarily help in the uh, cities and urban context, but rural area, once it goes into community, it will spread like wildfire. That's a really helpful reminder for us. You know, it's not just in the cities, but in the rural areas like you are. Thanks for that, Santosh. Can you just give us a feel of what challenges that you're facing, um, particularly at the moment? The challenges that the there are three challenges which I face or we face here is one is there is a great panic even among the healthcare workers our staff are really panicking so it's a, uh, one of my constant effort is to come along and reduce the panic and give up the right information and be ready to respond when the need comes two uh, the whole issue of converting an institution like this into be ready to treat COVID patients means a whole lot of systems have to come and we don't have enough uh, PPEs, we don't have enough masks uh, uh, and uh, we need to have manpower who's willing to care. So uh, one of the, the second things, second thing we are doing is trying to somehow mobilize all this uh, by the time the numbers go up, be ready. We also feel that our context is such that we will have to come up with clinical management protocols not based on uh, testing but based on clinical protocols and clinical uh, ways of managing and so we are trying to sit down together as team and prepare what does it mean in it to, to manage COVID patients in a resource poor setting without all the support system which is there. And I think this is the truth across the country in multiple Christian rural mission hospitals. Three rural challenges then for us to consider. So with those in mind, Santosh, how can we pray for you at this time and perhaps give us a feel of what's giving you hope in this really difficult situation? So we need to pray that, you know, not only that the epidemic would be contained, but uh, if it goes beyond a limit, we need to have a whole system to care for people. But as of now, we don't have it. Even Christian institutions and Christian doctors are finding it difficult to respond because of the fear. Uh, so that's something to pray for. Um, what gives us hope? Uh, it's a bit difficult to say. Uh, you know, we are all kind of in a uncertain context. But one thing is sure that some, God is telling us something through all this, and that somehow I'm confident that our teams. Christian healthcare workers and rural hospitals will put their act together and get ready and be the channel of hope for in a context where others may not respond. I'm already hearing it from other places where people are creating alternative ways of PPEs and setting aside wards and writing up simple protocols, getting ready for tomorrow when the numbers might go up. Santosh, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Um, our prayers are with you. Uh, and we'll speak soon. Thank you. Well, that was so helpful to hear um, a voice from uh, another part of the, the world, and we're going to be hearing more um, in the week ahead from uh, other parts of the world. This is to fuel our prayers and to see how Christians on the front line are, are coping with things. As I mentioned, there are more resources on our on our website. You can go to the CMF homepage uh, to find us signposting to other resources. And as I said, also the International Christian Medical and Dental Association's homepage, icmda.net slash COVID-19 has more resources. We look forward to being with you again soon for another voice from the front line. Bye for now.